Hello, everyone, and welcome to Just Say No podcast. I'm Kelly Winters. I use she, her, hers pronouns, and I'm here today with my amazing co-host. Hello, everyone. I'm Coach Kayla Wynn, aka Kayla Winters. I utilize pronouns she, her, they, them, and we are so excited to have Sarah Franco and Jade Saroff from Jade and Jada joining us today. Welcome. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Yes. We're so excited to have you guys here. So Sarah is a stand-up comedian, a character comic, sketch, and screenwriter, and can be found on TikTok as Dr. Barbara, the Gen Z therapist. And Jade is an artist, producer, entrepreneur, change maker, and the founder of Entertainment for Change, aka EFC. And together they have their web comedy series, Jade and Jaded, where they make it their mission to reach young people by taking their art activism online, making videos about health, the environment, and mindfulness. So welcome. Thank you for having us. So today we will get into Jade and Sarah's journeys of rejecting, seeking, and changing. But before we do, it's super important that we take some time to acknowledge the privilege that we hold as we dive deeper. Kayla and I are both white women born in America, come from a middle-class single-family home. We both have a college education, are in heteronormative relationships. We are both able-bodied, and I utilize cisgendered pronouns and am neurotypical. Thank you so much, Kelly, for that acknowledgement and taking the time for that, especially as we continue to dive deeper on each topic. We also want to hold space and acknowledge the stolen Native American lands that we're recording this podcast on. We are located in Orange County, California. This region includes the Tongva, Juanino, and Luisino Native American tribes. Thanks, Kayla, for that acknowledgement of the Native American land that we're on. Now, let's jump into our special guest. Hi, Jade and Sarah. Welcome to Just Say No Podcast. Hi there. Hello. Thanks so much for making that initial statement. I very much identify with that as well, especially as we make yeah. content both highlighting and satirizing influencer activism. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, I second that. I really have never experienced that happen on podcast interviews or any interviews in general that I've listened to slash been on. So I fully respect and honor that. Like, good for you for being <laughs> able to, to really step into that. Yeah, of course. It's always like our purpose to never, especially as like white women in yes. America who have like the most privilege mm -hmm. um, to just always make that clear as like, that's what we're speaking from. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, so before we get started, we briefly want to get to know you more. So we have two off the bat questions. Are you guys ready? Yes. Throw that ball. Okay. So, so first off, where are you both from? I'm so nervous. Um, New York City. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I forgot. <laughs> I am also from New York City. Born and raised. Nice. That's awesome. You guys are our first like East Coasters. We've only had like people from the West Coast, which is where we're from. So represent East Coasters up in the house. All right. Um, Highlighting the jaded and jade and jaded. <laughs> <laughs> Us New Yorkers can get salty, but jade, jade is a breath of fresh air in that. Oh, yeah, Sarah. That's that's like the fun of social media of like you just watch a video and you're like now connected to people who are literally across the world from right. you. Yeah. 100%. And our second question is what color are you guys feeling today? 
<gasps> I love that question. I'm feeling this like chambray. Ooh, I love that. Me too. Um, I oh, you want a cheesy answer? Because I can give it. Um, Whatever. I think, yeah, I'm feeling jade green. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So, How cheesy can this get? I know. <laughs> I, I was knew- like, oh, there it is. <laughs> yeah, if you watch the show, like Sarah and I have the same. I just knew Sarah's gonna be like, oh my gosh, but um, in like the best way. But this is Jade Green. I just think that like green is the love shot or the um heart chakra. To be yeah. fair, so I'm feeling very heart centered in like feeling really grateful whenever we do podcast episodes on this. I'm like, I feel myself. So green is like the extension of. I also had a lot of spinach this morning, so. <laughs> Love that. So that plays in, of course. Yeah. <laughs> green inside awesome. and out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Feeling oh green. <laughs> I it's fantastic. Love it. It's perfect. It's, like, cheesy, but also so sweet and, like. So real. <laughs> yeah. Well, again, we are just like so excited to have you here. And Kelly and I love that you guys both are on this mission to help young people and like empower them and speak to them on these topics of health, the environment and mindfulness and giving your guys like own little spin. I was sharing earlier with Jade how I like found them on Instagram. I got this random video just came up of this girl in this globe costume and I was like, what is going on? (laughs) And so it really is like intention catching. Um, So as you know, just say no is all about this process of rejecting, seeking, and changing for the better. So walk us through what this rejection process was like for you guys um, as you guys um, started up with Jade and Jaded. I think there was a fair amount of rejection. And I say that as the co-writer and the director of the show. Um, And we also made this when we were 23 Um, I was 23 when we shot the episodes that are now up. Um, and so there was a lot of trial and error rejection in that way. Um, I'm realizing, I don't know if I ever told you this, Jade, on one of the episodes, we completely lost one of the sound files. Oh my gosh. We completely lost computers. Yeah. And you, you would not, you wouldn't be able to tell which one, um, our sound designer did an incredible job. He just let me know. He was like, just so you know, the individual mic files are missing for this episode. I think I did know that because I had to go back in and like re-record something or I don't it know. It wasn't that was... one. No, it wasn't that one. Okay, okay, okay. It wasn't. Funny. Uh, we can talk about it later. But um, yeah, that was, that was just a lot of rejection. Rejection of ego, I think, was the biggest thing mm-hmm. in my process of creating the show from pre to post-production to release was um, ego death. Yeah. And I think like to piggyback off of that, an interesting thing that just popped up was like the choice of reject of like, I don't know how necessarily this is going to come out, but um, we actually recorded about three episodes of like a completely different, basically reiteration of the show itself um, and I was just looking at this today with someone. We recorded three episodes and then we scratched it entirely, completely and started all over. So actually the rejection of ego, but also like your choice to say 
no to something, similarly to when someone else has to say no to you, but you're experiencing that no in a different way because like you haven't chosen that. Like we had to actually say, we have to reject what we did to start over and that being like a choice that takes longer and you have to like redo the whole thing and you're really signing up for something that um, is furthering the unknown. God, I remember coming to you and knowing I wanted to tell you I wanted to start over. And I was so nervous. I was like, oh, God, what is she going to say? And you were so on the same page and so accepting. I said, I think we I think these are not it. And you were like, great, cool. Let's start over. Wow. We literally went through the same thing with our podcast. We had created all the design mm-hmm. elements. We had we had everything going this direction with your sister's podcast, and it just wasn't sitting right. Um, and we had the same experience where we were like, we both knew it was coming, but who's gonna say it first? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> who's who's gonna be the one to really like say like this? But like the minute that you do that, and like I feel like step into what feels right, it's the best feeling because then it's like right. Did it make it easier or harder that you were sis- that your sisters? Well, I think in lots of ways, I feel like this podcast in general has challenged us so much, even just like us, like, you know, acknowledging our privilege in the stolen Native American land Mm -hmm. and like being really intentional about like being diverse with our guests and the different topics and all that. Like that has like created so much challenge for us just from the beginning where like your sister's podcast we we didn't really quite have that like intense of an intention behind it um but like it's been so worth it like how can I not be so Mm -hmm. excited to be able to like have this opportunity to constantly be learning and like stepping into this um it's amazing I'm so excited so I'm curious to hear like what was the previous content that you guys created was it on the similar theme of like environment and mindfulness and everything it was okay cool it was it was similar and also very different the very basic con concept was there of two girls creating a youtube series and kind of not being great at it like the comedy of that um but it was completely the characters were much younger um they were like high school aged uh there was an older sister character uh it was it was just very like the plot was different but the intention and the um the the concept was the same um and i think just like trajectory wise of where these two women were gonna go um shifted based on like what sarah just said there was an older sister so you know like honestly you two could probably appreciate that like when you have a sister like you as a character, you as a person are, is going to change sure. because your journey is going to be different in like how you interact and see the world if you have an older sister versus like you've got no one who's been telling you or, you know, batting you or resisting yeah. you. or. And the tone was very different. It, it was kind of disingenuine to us because we were pretending to be something we weren't really. Like we were kind of going that iCarly, like, Disney Mm. Channel show route, which is something that we were interested in. But um, as I learned at Emerson. hmm? I guess the fact that we're older, like. Yeah, we are older. You know, we were younger, obviously younger than we are now, but we were still in our 20s, kind of pretending to be like 13 year olds. 
it was it was just a little weird. It was a little off. And um, once I reached out to my co-writer Kendall, who ended up, you know, jumping on, it the tone really just took shape in a more genuine way to who we are, which ultimately made it funnier, more authentic to you. I think that's really yeah. Great. I was gonna say yeah. I'm really curious to hear if you guys experience any sort of like um, because you guys got to this place where like you're deciding to speak on like environmentalism and the planet and whatnot. So I'm curious if you guys have faced like any rejection along that process to like deciding to make like a whole web series and all of this stuff with this kind of being like an important theme. So I was raised in the world of sustainability in a very real way like this entire series was filmed out of my apartment in New York City like my mom all of the trinkets that I grew up with and all of our art and everything that like existed in the world of Jade and Jaded was what birthed both Jade as a character but also literally like what I grew up with as Jade as a person so like ironically and like in a beautiful way we were able to tell that story um from the lens of like someone who's lived that experience. And I think that um, because of that, I think with comedy, which we can probably talk about more later, like it adds a lightness to making a difference. And um, I think that uh, you have to be really careful about offending people with comedy, obviously. Like there is a, a very, blur- like the line gets blurred a little bit, you know, you in right. honoring reality in the beginning of this podcast, like art can be a beautiful way to do that. And also comedy can be an interesting way to do that where you you don't want to offend people. Um, but I think from a sustainability standpoint and like climate action uh, is a very big deal of obviously a really important thing. And like, we have to take it seriously. Um, but I think that like comedy, comedy is a vehicle to ease ourselves into a big conversation and a heavy conversation. And I think because of the brilliant writing of Sarah and Kendall, they were able to have like a um, entry point into poking fun at me and then me being able to poke fun at myself made it you know, an accessible conversation where then you don't get backlash from the environmental movement. You actually get like, oh, this girl like really cares. And that's the feeling you get of like, because I do, I like really care about it, but I'm able to laugh at myself. So I'm hoping people laugh with me and not honestly, like I've had plenty of people in my life laugh at me, but like, I think it's just, you know, when you can um, find the humor in something authentic, then it, then you can't reject something that's real. So I think that we we were very mindful and intentional in how we told that story and how we brought it to life. That's awesome. What was like part of the process of like initially this like rejection of the immediate show that you guys like had first filmed to then starting like the second beginning of like what ended up being the web series? Well, I did not handle that rejection well. I was like 20 when we did the first version and I was so disheartened that I really kind of emotionally stepped back from the project. Um, And then it was Jade's encouragement that had me reach out to Kendall um, and say, "I, I think I'm on the wrong track here. 
Um, so frankly, I did not handle the rejection well. <laughs> but once I kind of got back on my horse, thanks to Jade and Kendall, um, and then I, the introduction of our um, director of photography, Eric Kandeffer, um, he, once we got on the phone with him, it, it felt real again. I was like, all right, no, let's, let's do this. Let's jump back into production and tell a funny story that means something. Yeah. And I think like what you two said of um, when you did the reiteration of your podcast, it's like your sister. So you grew up together. You can like hopefully mm -hmm. and probably say whatever, you know, bluntly and share and the safe spaces element of it is so important. And I think that like, we're often talking about what that looks like, but like you have to kind of literally bring that to life and with no ego like I I hold myself responsible for that and, and accountable to that and I think on as a writer like you that's like something similar to an actor or a direct but like when you write something it's like really vulnerable and I think Sarah not to speak for you but what you just said like you were really vulnerable in like maybe this material could be better and I think that like um when it comes to collaboration, if you don't have a safe space to explore what else is possible or like how to pivot or how to do that in, in ways that are healthy, then maybe it's not something you should continue doing. And I think that like if Jade and Jaded wasn't meant to continue, it wouldn't have. Um, but because of the like the conversation that what that happened and the way things uh, rolled out, I really believe fundamentally in this moment that like Sarah and I are meant to be collaborators and because it's it's worked really well and like we've been able to have very um hard conversations that are also very direct and like um Sarah and I aren't perfect human beings sometimes we wake up on the wrong foot but we're still able to like communicate effectively and communicate transparently and I think that's what collaboration is is to like be where you are and be able to like speak in a real way at any given moment and when we went through that experience we were able to get through it on the and get through it um stronger on the other side wow I, I love all of this just speaking I feel like rejection is essentially being at your most vulnerable and saying no totally. you know and like that's freaking scary that's terrifying Absolutely. it's like the last thing that you want to happen it's like all of my worst fears are coming true you know um and so I feel like being able to have someone that you can like be that authentic self with and be in that vulnerable place and then being able to use that to then like become even a better version of yourself and to step into that and grow through that I feel like it's just absolutely amazing so I'm so excited that you guys like went through that and are here now and kicking ass and like better for it like celebrate <laughs> and also just like last point of this one yeah. of the proudest things I share with people is that we redid the show. So what's interesting is like when you, it's like, again, cheesy, but like when you read posts, like that person got rejected a hundred times until they finally got their big break. Like when I'm sharing the journey of Jade and Jaded, and actually we would talk about this in the beginning of like, it'll be worth it. Like we're going to be able to talk about this. I actually like one of the first things I say to people, especially now where we're really trying to like push the show forward, I say like, we actually redid the show. That's how passionate we are about it. Like it shows the like vigor you have for something and the drive you have. For I mean, we had our sure. first, pre our very first concept meeting, November, 2017, and we released the show October, 2021. So that speaks to person. Wow. 
Yeah. We did not. Yeah. Long time coming. But we kept her going. I mean, I didn't even know that. That's awesome. That's amazing. That speaks to the love, the commitment, the power that you guys have together. And like, I feel like when things are like, I mean, of course, everything has like its own like suffering to it right um but I feel like when something when there's the passion and the love behind it it's like yes I'm struggling yes I'm suffering in some ways but because there is that love there like you're able to sustain which I think just speaks again to your guys's power and commitment to this which is just so powerful so it's amazing same to you thank you yes so we're curious a little bit more into um, and this maybe can speak to like the environmentalism and that background too, or your guys' writing that got you through this show. But what have you guys sought throughout this process? What did you guys seek um, that allowed you to get to you to where you are now? I think that I'm an observer of life and I like really love the fact that we brought the authenticity of like the what I shared before which I won't go on a tangent about again but like and then Sarah's really great and I think we balance each other in this way at like here's a very general idea and then Sarah kind of wrote those ideas down and looked into how to bring them to life in a specific way and I think that like the research component or even just like the diving deeper of a concept component um what the feedback I've gotten about Jade and Jaded which I'm really grateful for and proud of is um and and with no like I don't know how to say this like people keep saying it's smart and I think that what I get from that comment is like we were really thoughtful about Jade and Jaded we were like okay here's a topic how do we like balance again the reality of the topic itself with a clever way to deliver the message but in a way that is like this is what people deal with or like this is what people experience um so there's there's like the um the playful nature and the like vagueness of a concept that then you specify by like looking at brands that are doing the thing or looking at the um the specificity that can go into telling a story I don't know if that answered the question, but we see everything. We see yeah. an earth costume first, and then we see <laughs> and a camera. And a camera. I love it. But no, I feel like that speaks to just like anyone going through something. Um, you have to like the intention behind things. Like I feel like so often we get here here's the magic pill. That's what we're seeking all the time, right? Like this magic pill. But actually, no, that's not the case. It requires hard work. It requires partnership, collaboration. It part. It requires vulnerability. It requires you to be intentional and take the time, essentially. And that's what I really hear from what you're saying. And like, it is hard. There's no way to sugarcoat it. Yeah, yeah. Intention and like, I struggle with goals sometimes, but mm-hmm. I've learned through this process actually being goal-oriented is helpful. And I think, like, again, I feel like Sarah sometimes brings me back to earth. <laughs> I love that she's, like, laughing yeah, at you over I, here. All the times where I'm like, we're back in on set. Okay, guys, let's try 
Let's try I, another take. It yeah. is 4 p.m. We started at 7. <laughs> yeah, Sarah and I, like, ironically, have, like, brought each other back to Earth in different contexts. <laughs> Absolutely. Completely. Yeah. And oh I, I was yeah. going to say, the thing that I sought the most that I think Jade has contributed to massively in my life is levity. Um, the pe- Like, Aww. I tried bringing... Like when I started in this process, my goal was to bring the absolute literal levity to like writing jokes in that way, like very concrete levity. Um, But throughout the process, I was seeking levity of playfulness on set, of um, rejection of like uh, seriousness, of... um, taking yourself too seriously um then even of you know panic if we're getting into you know mental illness and stuff but um that, that was what i was seeking and and jade is really good at at bringing a sense of lightness and levity to to any room really I love seeing how you two, like, even here, like, you guys seem to balance each other so well. And I I watched part of your series actually earlier today <laughs> before this just so I could see it and obviously, like, get more background on you guys. And even in the show, you guys just seem to, like, like, your characters and even just, like, you as people, you seem so grounded in each other. And, like, you feel – like, it seems like you feel so safe in Jade and Jaded And it's just, like, it's really nice to see. And especially as someone, like, I don't know a lot about, like, the climate crisis or, like, climate change. Um, So it's definitely nice to, like, see you and watch this and be like, you know, I feel safe here and I don't feel stupid. And thank you for educating me in a way that is fun and, like, makes something that's really serious, like, not seem so scary. I've never heard the word safe in regards to our show. I love that. That is that means that we're honestly that means a lot. as a as a comedian and as the showrunner of this project. Wow. I'm glad because it definitely has. And I'm like definitely appreciative because, again, like I don't really know a lot about climate crisis. And that was another thing that I was like so excited to have you guys on is to have you like shed more light for us and like to learn more from you guys. So that's something that I want to ask. Obviously, the outcome of like your rejecting and seeking was Jade and Jaded being finished. What struggles do you face now with this new change now that it's happened? It being the release of the show? Yeah. What struggles do we have now that the show is out? Ooh. If any. Uh, I am still struggling with um, giving myself credit. Um, like when I, I I talk to people about the show or the, the website is in my email signature, I have a terrible habit of apologizing for the show. Um, which is so silly because we, we have this product that is like a multi-festival winner, but still I find when people say I watched Jaden Jaded, the first thing I say is like, well, we made that years ago and, and you know, like there, there's things I do now and. And I, I struggle with stopping myself and accepting this wonderful, silly satire we created for what it is. I struggle to tell people to watch it. Like, I, I almost am like, I struggle to kind of like advocate for myself um, of 
hey, this show exists, like watch all of it. Because, and then I struggled to like receive the, that was really good when people are like, I really enjoyed it. And I'm like, oh, good. Like, and, and I'm thinking like, that's the whole point. Like <laughs> we created it so people enjoy it. But I'm like, oh, it's okay. Um, well, Kelly, so oh, sorry, go ahead. Like, no, you're, you're fine. What were you going to say? I want to know what Kelly's favorite part was. Oh, I don't. Okay. There was one part on the third episode. I so I don't know what that thing was in the, the glass. Scoby. Yeah, the scoby. The scoby. Was it like to make? It was like to make fermented things, exactly. right? Exactly. It's kombucha. like okay. the sourdough starter equivalent for kombucha. <laughs> okay. Got it. Okay. I loved the part when you, Jade, were like carrying it in like the full baby frontal, just like completely babying it and it as it like being this thing I was like I don't know what this is but this is great and like you Sarah just being like so annoyed like really <laughs> we're gonna wish it a happy one week birthday like is this for real I just it was just great I love oh, it I'm glad we yeah. submitted that that episode um for uh this year's Emmy Awards to see like what would happen yeah. because of the like humor of just all those years of babysitting for me paid off of raising a scoby myself um but i think with the um the like thing of struggle what i just shared i struggle so much with you never know what's gonna happen with anything right like when you put out especially uh especially and i i feel like i should start owning this another struggle as a woman like it's we have to kind of fight a little bit more for what we need and want in certain circumstances. And we still have privilege married with like fighting for what we want. That balance is like such an interesting journey in and of itself. And my struggle with this project is having big goals and owning them and like really saying like, I'm capable of achieving this goal that I think we and even I'm like, we deserve. Like I don't know, but but I but it's. Oh, we need thing. to say this again. Say it again. <laughs> like I don't. I totally, genuinely struggle with that. Like deserving a big goal is something that, like, especially with the show, I'm like, Wah! and usually I have to close my eyes and jump and just I'm like, let's just try something and like do this and whatever and um and usually like you either come out the other side learning something or you come out the other side, you know, stronger, you know, you always come out the other For side. Sure. If I can add yeah. one more thing that I've struggled with since the creation and release of the show, again, as a white cis creator, I, the show is very white. It's a very white show. Um, and I have been reckoning as a creator with the fact that, I feel we could have done better in that respect. Um, And my intent was to kind of write as we go. And, oh, yeah, of course we're going to add more people and more characters. And as we went on, it became clear that the dynamic of the episodes was that any character that wasn't Jade or Sarah was kind of a, a villain character. And that posed its own issues. And I was like, oh, God, like, I don't want to be create this picture of the only people of color in this show are villains to the protagonist. So then that, and I mean, in one of our episodes, we have a guy who went to juvie, how deeply problematic would that be 
if that was the only man of color on the show. Um, so in hindsight, yeah. I'm like, we really could have and probably should have done better with that. I want to own that up front. But I like I appreciate you saying that. And I feel like, um, you know, something that I've been working like on my anti-racism journey, like we're all students and we're here like actively learning like how we can do better. And I love the fact that you're just like acknowledging that and like owning that. And it's like now we do better from here on out. And like that's exactly. all that exactly that's all we can do is learn and not be defensive and just continue yeah. to accept like we have a kind of map of if we were to take Jade and Jaded further and any additional characters are all people of color. Love that. Beautiful. Slay. I'm so excited Slay. for that. It's <laughs> <laughs> like my right now. <laughs> right. But yeah. at least you're showing up. Yeah. So and something yeah. that I want to speak to too is you, um, Jade, mentioning like this inability of like acceptance of like these big goals and whatnot and one thing I just loved like I watched your guys' first episode and like we're YouTube girls now like what and like <laughs> I was laughing so hard because I was like that's me as fuck like Kelly and I we're, we're podcasters <laughs> now like what the hell like who what me but like it's so true like we just like I just I saw myself in that so hard but like actively I'm always telling Kelly I'm like yes we are podcasters we are nothing less and like really working on that because like we there's so much like cringe like even nowadays like I record like a reel in public I'm like cringe 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 like ah like this is so gross like yeah. I am showing up because ah, I don't know um and I feel like just like I don't know hearing you guys say that and I just feel like if you are struggling with something or struggling with I feel like owning like these big goals that you have like you're not alone in that struggle but to also fucking own it <laughs> because you deserve to like these two created an amazing web series that like I see myself in so much and like own it because you guys deserve to you guys put in the work oh, clearly thank you. so yeah definitely yeah. Guys. I had the question so you guys are Emmy nominated for the well, web series well right? we are up for Emmy nomination so at this okay. point, I'll say if there are any members of the Television Academy tuning into this episode, uh, please consider Jade and Jaded for Outstanding Short Form Drama, Comedy, or Variety. Um, our episode submitted is episode three, Scobielicious. And um, vote for a women-led web series written by two queer folks about the planet. I love Emmy that. for the Earth! That's awesome. Yes. I'm excited for you guys. If so, I like I don't know if we can vote for Emmys, but if so, you have my vote. Have oh, vote. thank you. I appreciate it. Is there is there anything that like our listeners can do to support you guys on this journey besides obviously watching the series? Share anything us else? and use hashtag Emmy for the Earth. Um Okay. Because mm -hmm. we need awareness um from members of the television academy. We're in the same category as Carpool Karaoke. So we're gonna need those votes. Oh my gosh. That's cool. Or uh, <laughs> or we have a snowball's chance in hell. So we need awareness. Share the show and share that we are up for the Emmy consideration, up for the Emmy nom. Um oh gosh, I was gonna say one more thing. Yeah, that's that's basically it. Just share and oh, voting opens June 15th, I believe. Got it. Yeah. Yeah, cool. it's a it's a we're doing a four year consideration campaign, so that's the whole 
uh, vibe. We're really pushing the show's awareness, as Sarah said, and as, you know, cringy as it can sometimes be, definitely follow us on social media because that is super helpful. In terms of just like how the industry works, and I'm sure you two can appreciate as pod as incredible podcasters, it's about how many people are listening. It's about, I'm a big believer of quality versus quantity. Um, and I'm learning that uh, to own getting followers as Jade would be proud of me from the show to say this, but it, the amount of people allow for scaling what you're doing and making it, making those goals possible. So definitely following us is helpful. Absolutely. Cool. We will definitely share all of your guys' info in the description of this episode. Um, and again, I just want to thank you guys so much for your time and being here thank and you. doing this project and speaking to these important topics because it is helpful for young people. I was telling um, Kelly how like climate change feels almost like it's not our problem because like the zombies haven't come yet. <laughs> so That's a great way of putting like, it. I love that we we haven't really seen the impact because of like our industrial life it's really just kind of like smoothed over like the chaos that is happening around us um i know i recently heard that like they've added a new like color to the heat um scale because like the earth has gotten hotter that there's like a new color um i heard that it was like 130 degrees in thailand the other day like what the fuck is going on why isn't this on the news why isn't this like why don't people know about this and i think the other thing is there's been this huge focus on like individualism through this again it speaks to capitalism and all the bullshit yeah. that we're surrounded with but um like we need to be screaming at our um in our companies we need to be screaming at mm -hmm. our policymakers and we like change needs to be happening so i just i just wanted to speak to that because <laughs> i'm angry yeah and <laughs> yeah and and to make light in the spirit of what yes. sarah believes i do best <laughs> thank um, you vote with your yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, vote with your dollar that's something you can control i think sometimes it's like we see that extra temperature and we're like what do i do um and it's and i used to have this conversation all the time and still do obviously it's like a the zombies haven't come yet like like it's a us later problem and we're me now society so it's hard to kind of make that distinction um but the brands that you're buying from makes a difference because those are the brands that that are literally making money from your dollar and so that's something you can always control. If you go to the store, take the two seconds it takes to look into what that brand is about. And like, maybe that takes a week to like figure out or whatever, but like the transparency of a brand, um, pull the, pull the curtain back and look for the brands that are actually like, like committed to the thing. Just some of the, the comedy we try to incorporate, especially in our recent content, um, like on TikTok. I know I made one, of um, when you're still uh, supporting the 71 corporations that cause 100% of like carbon emissions and the sound is like, you're going to be stupid, you better be tough. And Jade did um, like when a like really heinous polluter makes like an eco-friendly campaign and it's like the Pink Panther sound of the globe being like, I don't know, I don't buy it. This ain't right. 
of it. No, I definitely saw that one. It's it's hilarious. And it's and it's helpful though. Like you can laugh about it and be like, oh shit, okay. Let's That's do something different. Why <laughs> okay. That is the whole yes, you laugh you. and then you say, wait a minute. <laughs> Let me get my shit together. Maybe I should out of that company up maybe i should be checking this out so again we just like appreciate you guys so much for everything that you do being able to like make us laugh about it even though we want to cry about it um and all the things that you guys are doing so thank you thank you too for amplifying people who are doing work that is driving positive change absolutely absolutely it's our pleasure it is Well, it is, again, so important for Kelly and I to enforce that this is a safe space, really giving ourselves grace, allowing ourselves to be present with these conversations surrounding change. Um, If you are just finishing listening to this conversation, we really want to encourage you guys to offer yourself time to reflect and journal even if you need it. We will leave ways to get in contact with us and Jade and Sarah in the bio. Remember, our episodes come out on the first and third Friday of every month. You can find this pod on any podcast streaming service and the video version is available on YouTube. Thanks for listening. And in case you didn't catch it, just just say say no. no.